0: Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Nguyen and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. Welcome, welcome, not just talk radio. What a good, wing. Good
1: morning. Good Hello. Morning. Hello. Hello. That, uh, which one's Tina? Let's get this. Let's let's set the table up, right? <laughs> okay. I, Tina, let's hear your voice, Tina. This is Tina Wynn. Tony I'm Brown. So happy to Give be us. here this morning. <laughs> this would be Tony Brown. No, they're still too close. Y'all have to tell me No, this <laughs> like more that. nasal. She's more nasal. Because she's still sucking down coffee. And we'll have that conversation at the end of the show because that's why we're here because of coffee. Anyhow, ladies. I don't drink coffee, ladies. For, first, I'd like to say, you don't drink coffee? drink tea. Oh, you're one of those. We'll, we'll talk later. If you drink tea, you drink vodka. Let's just go there.
2: Indeed, that, I that, do. That, Caliban, <laughs> Rock, Finlandia. Landia.
1: Everybody that owns that, Alba,
2: oh dear. <laughs> Give get me
1: started. <laughs> I'm saying, tea drinkers drink vodka. That's the sidebar to all that healthy tea. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I am definitely I, not a teetotaler, Trust. I,
1: I want to give Jill Carter a shout out because she's supposed to be at the table with us today. Um, just to let you know, she would like to join us. She's our international seat holder in China. But their president just drove through her community or however you say it over there. And so they cut off the, all the internet, so she can't. She's listening. I hope she's listening somehow in one of those little boxes she has. But Jill Carter, we miss you. And if we can connect you at the end of the show or a little later in the show, we will. And we'll tell you more about Jill Carter. So I got that off the, the table. So ladies, what a week.
0: Ooh, yeah. A
1: week. Yeah. Um, My uh, heart, exhausting. It, it's exhausting. It's emotional. I, I, I don't, you know, it's so interesting because I'm going to try to set this up. It's such a huge week in America, and that's why I named the show America at What Cost and and New Perspectives. We have voting happening this week, and we've had three cruel massacres. I'm going to say massacres, right? We've had um, two men killed this week that were black at a Kroger's just because they were black. We had a couple killed— Or did I get that right? They have a couple killed in Kentucky at a supermarket. And um, we also had the the, the massacre in Pittsburgh and and the killings of the Jewish mosque. And so my heart goes out to everyone, um, all the families, but to our citizens, you know what I mean? I mean, to our citizens, we're here in nineteen and in, in 2018. And I, on one hand, tell me if I'm if you get where I'm going with this. On one hand, I'm looking at this and saying this is absolutely unintelligent, horrible. This is un- there is no words for this behavior, for people to be disliked because of their religion or because a couple of very small shades of the top layer of their skin that people actually wake up, go to sleep and plot besides that. Oh, did I forget about the bomb plots this week? Yeah, so that, that was
3: three, that, right? Mm-hmm. That was number three.
1: That, that was number uh, uh, number, at least number two. Really? It was number two. <laughs> yeah. The and bombs happened first. I'm going to gonna take to it. Actually,
2: first. Kentucky happened weeks and weeks ago right, and it, right. we just, we're just now hearing about oh, it. We're just hearing about it. Yes. Okay. It had, it, it happened and we're just now hearing
1: about so it. So they hadn't, they sort of threw it on the table with exactly. the other ones to, by to the way. Yeah. So Show what, all but, the but nonsense. I, why didn't we hear more about that? What, you, why? Tell me why. You tell me. I mean, come on come on now. <laughs> what? You, know,
2: you know, I, w- <clears throat> I, I think it's kind of like what jo- Joy Behar said the other day. I was watching The View. And she and um, Megan McLean got into a kind of a heated discussion, as they often do. And, you know, it it, it um, gives good TV. And they were talking about social justice or something to that extent. And Joy said something about guns and Megan snapped at her and said, well, we're talking about social justice. Why are you bringing in guns? I'm a gun owner. And what do you know about guns? And she said, isn't it interesting that no one was talking about gun control until the Black Panthers and the the weather underground started carrying them. And all of a sudden they imposed these gun, these gun rules and regulations and things oh, like that. I mean, she, I says, totally she says, what agree. is that? She said, what do you think that means? And it's, 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 a, it's a simple answer. It's a
1: simple answer. Give me, give me the answer. Let's just say. The, answer, it. What's the is, answer it's the color of the skin. It's the color of the skin. Period. And I, here's where I'm going to take this. I have, you know, as I, I've heard someone say to me often when I go out, they say, boy, you're such a strong woman. I want the world to know, to wake up wearing black every day as your permanent, your permanent brand. If you're not strong, you are dead. It's, it's not even considered, for me, it's not even considered a compliment because if white America had to wake up, And be followed by the police or it's why I don't go to Lord and Taylor anymore because I get exhausted with being followed. It's why I limit my visits at Saks Fifth Avenue because I've had to file complaints and write letters. And and it just goes on and on. if white America had to wake up and submit to this behavior, doggone it, I should be strong. I am strong. But now what do we do with all the strength we have? Right Because I happen to believe, and I'm going to say it, and I don't care if I get bad cards and notes or emails, I think you have to be completely illiterate to be a racist. I think it takes the most uneducated brain and unspiritual brain and and, and soul to wake up and personally dislike someone because of the color of their skin or you think that they're going to take your place and you won't get as much... Or you think you believe you should do less and get more because of your color, or you think you are privileged because it's more of you than anyone else. And so let's talk you know, did I did I get that clear? I, I completely partner,
2: I completely partner with that because in, in my my humble opinion, you must not have an original thought in your head ever in your life, your entire life, someone has told you. What to do and how to think and, you know, what toilet paper to buy or whatever, you know, and and that's what you went along with. So that means you have no self-esteem. You have no self-respect. Therefore, how could you possibly respect anyone else? I mean,
1: because I think it just goes. Yeah, you're right. It goes back to the basics. I wake up. I, I mean, there's this woman that has been sending hate mail out in her neighborhood. Hate mail. I, saw, I read that. Thank you. you for
3: right, sharing it. With, I
1: using that, yeah. using the N word. Right. And, and this wasn't going to be a race show, but we don't have a choice because of people of color, we are hunted in this country. We go to sleep, head counting our family members, hoping everyone get home safe. They're not challenged by the police, you know, because you know me, I've already told you I've been stopped over and over and over again. And, and I was in the right neighborhood in the right car, but I was in the wrong color. And, and I've had to spend thousands of dollars thousands of dollars to validate my innocence only at the end of the court case to say it should not have happened in America by a judge, which is unacceptable. I mean, the whole, you know, I don't want anyone to go through what I've gone through, but let me get back because I, I start to get emotional when I get in that space. But t- Tina and Tony, you know what I'd be thinking? Uh-huh. If if you have an ounce of genuine, authentic human, just human, that human spirit piece If you saw some kids circling a black kid or throwing something on a a white kid or or a white person calling the police on a a black person because they're entering their apartment or whatever, you would say something. My good white people, where are you? Your brand is on the line. You cannot walk through this planet and act like it wasn't me because you look like the face of the people that's torturing
3: people. You're torturing people. But what? Latonya, you know, one of the things that most bothers me is that people don't believe this happens to black people. (laughs) That we're making this stuff up, we're crybabies, we want something for nothing, we're trying to get something out of it. This is real everyday life. Everyday life for people, for black people, or people of color. Every day. So, they don't believe this is happening. Many people believe we make this stuff up. But now because of social media, uh, because of the internet, because of Facebook, and ca- having camera phones, people are able to document what's going on every day. And we hope that the world sees this. The U.S. sees it. Well, that the absolutely. world sees every day what's going on out here. Well, let's h- here, here's something about the world.
2: And... Here's something that you better sit up and take notice for. It's it. just going to be a short period of time. And I'm not talking about years or decades. I'm talking about in a very short period of time, the world will be majority of color. Not that it isn't already, but it will overtake all things. Well, let's, so let's take, you let's need take to be, I there. mean, you, we let's need ta- to get it together now, but but let's take some kind of unity because it's not, it's going to look really ugly. C- you know down the line if we don't get this straight
1: well i'm going to use my diversity expert and muscle this this piece of it right because here's the muscle piece for the world remember ladies back in the 90s late 90s and if if candida mobley and all those folks and conrad was on this line they could talk about this in the 70s we talked about from year 2010 to 2050 that there would be a global shift mm-hmm. in regards to race and we have experiences. Actually, we're ahead of it. So now what we do, this is what's really interesting. You know, Ronald Reagan, and everybody loves Ronald Reagan. I don't have thoughts about any of them. Uh, but their strategy was let those third world countries be our manufacturing systems, let them build what they want to build for us. And we will be the innovators and think of things. Well, you know what happens when you outsource the factory, you outsource innovation. Only the hands that's building it will be able to go to sleep at night and wake up and say, here's some cool ideas, how to make this even better. So when we outsourced all of our manufacturing, we outsourced our innovation. We broke Mm -hmm. our brains. Mm -hmm. We broke our leadership. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you have countries like China, West Africa, India, Brazil took over the grain industry. And Mm -hmm. listen, China just invested in Haiti. But what people don't realize is that China and Africa were original trade partners 5000 years ago. These countries know how to work together, will work together and are working together. And most importantly, they have taken over the, the innovation part of the entire global system and network. So now everybody's pissed off. Britain is saying, no, 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 we're going to we're gonna come out of the Europe, Europe situation because uh, it, we don't want to be- deal with this level of diversity. America's saying, oh, I want to partner with Russia because that makes us two white world powers. This is what's really, this, these are the facts. White people are in the fight of their life to control a global world, as Tina said, that is, m- have moved to a minority, majority led world, but most important are dominating in the area of innovation, dominating in that innovation, and whether you want to like it or not, people go do your research. This is a fact. I can't make this up.
2: Absolutely. And if you did, if you took, if you just did a, a, a um a reality check in the sense of, and I think this has been done, but I had it, I had that thought in my head just the other day. Every single thing that we do, from our infrastructure, driving our cars to catching our airplanes, to buying groceries, to getting shoes, take away every single person of color everywhere within this United States and see what you are left with. Nothing. And see how you function. Nothing. And see how you make it. Well, well,
1: well, let me let me say this. It's going to be a really rude awakening. Not only, you 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 won't you won't make it. But here's what I want to tell all my white folks, because I have a lot of white that runs through my blood. I may be chocolate, but honey, I would probably say one third of my family is white. We've all probably had a couple of white dates, and we all have many of white friends. And they're just friends in my world. Some of my closest. And I, and I, isn't that funny how that almost makes you feel uncomfortable? Because I believe in diversity. And I can really look at a white person and I wait for you to behave before I make some kind of reaction. Because I got to figure out, am I safe in this space? Yeah. I'm always trying to figure out, am I safe? And, and, and people don't, you know, unless you're a person of color, you don't get that. Am I going to be treated like an equal? It's I have been trained, like you have. We don't pull out as the first Trump. But we understand how to identify it to cover our butts, right? But white people, note to self, historically, we've never treated you as bad as you treat people of color. If people of color are in power, history shows they, they when they hire, they hire diversity in their companies. Um, they know what it feels like to be belittled and to be treated less of. So we behave so well. When we are in power, we saw President Obama do it. We right. saw President Obama do it. And we've seen that around the world. And so I think one fear is, uh, boy, if all the people of color, they get in power, what are they going to do? Are they going to treat us like we've treated them? Well, that, that's a thought. But historically, it just have not happened. because It's when a you- thought, but
2: it's, not a, it, but it's not innate like as no, it is. it's not innate. It's yeah. not innate. Yeah. I know but, we but have the- two minutes before we go to break with Tanya. Tony, you want to add something before we go?
3: Yeah, you know, what I I, I always think that if you're a racist, your world must be a very small place, a really small. Your world must be no bigger than four blocks, because if you've spent any time outside of your own neighborhood, outside of your own area, or you traveled or you've been outside of this country, the world is a very big place. It's a place of color. Right.
1: Yeah. Living color. And I'm and i and, and going to say this. We're going to go to break. We mm-hmm. love you, white people. You know why? Because we were spiritually taught that. We cannot survive as people of color and respond to the level of hate. We're cautious. We are afraid. Right. Not of you personally. But, but we were, we know we were the, brought up to respect. But we were brought up to love. And on yeah. any given day, if we saw something happen and we would step in and protect someone, because that's, again, proven in history. Now I'm going to shut up. Back off, Tanya. Somebody pull me off my mic. Pull me Let's off. Let's go to break. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I said, very quickly before we go to break. Um on Sunday, my pastor preached from the book of Amos, and I will tell you it's a powerful book. A, he, Amos was a minor prophet for those of you who believe. But he was just read the book. But one of his points was because it was because the it's a book about injustice, that chap that that whole um, book. It's about injustice. And he was saying, he said, People celebrate Columbus Day, but what exactly did Columbus discover? They talk about immigrants, and and they don't want to let them in. But it was if you're not Native American, then there's not one among us who is not an immigrant. Not one. Just food for thought as we go. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. While wow, they they just said the birth, uh, the We'll talk about that when we come back. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Thanks, Tina. Thanks, Tony.
0: This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
4: Sustainable success do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. Or send an email to l j at notjusttalkradio.com. Now back to this week's show. Hey there, we're back. We're back. I was. We
1: had such a, a wonderful time during the break. I almost forgot we were on. <laughs> On air, ladies. Yeah, um, I'm always nervous about when we come back. <laughs> what I'm what like, is wait a minute. <laughs> what, 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 where are we just from? on air? We're coming back yeah. from, right? Absolutely. Yeah, where are we coming back from? Well, well Tina, I, um, I love that that quote, um, about Amos and and how people are running around getting their DNA. But you know, the just to to circle back, the intention of this show was to chat about these hate crimes in America because it's so profound is this is not in 72 hours. We had three, they said the 72 hours, three hate crimes in America, uh, suspects, and that's not including the bomb threats and that's not including the stuff that didn't make the cut. Because as Tony mentioned, there was those other um, incidents that happened prior to that because everything doesn't make the cut. And so I wanted to shift the, to, the conversation into what do we think, us three ladies that have lived in this skin, even though we just said during the break, we were questioning Tina Brown's ethnicity, oh <laughs> right. Tina, oh. went. Tina, oh. went. Tina went, Tina Wynn, Tina Went, Tina Went. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We were questioning, is Tina really black? Because she's, if you only knew, if you look at her beautiful picture, but she, 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 <laughs> we said, Tina, really, are you black? Uh, you know, but a- in any case. Now let's try to talk about some solutions of what we think, because you know no one's ever put the mic in front of our mouth. Now we have it. What are our thoughts about? What are some of the solutions to this? Um, you want me to start? Because first, I think to, to define a solution, because we must talk about it. I know my doctor said to me, I'm not Dr. Nisha Sandra, another one of my doctors said to me, Tanya, I don't like to talk about it. I, I think we should just put it on, you know, brush it up under the rug. And I said, if you were in a bad marriage. Wouldn't you have a conversation before you end the marriage or whatever you're going to do? You have to have a conversation. We have to talk about this. This has been equally a part of the. The The framework of America, the emancipation, emancipation, emancipation Proclamation and all those rules and then the Jim Crow law and things like that. And people keep thinking that we have been equal since the 1800s, 1860, 67, somewhere in there. But the fact is, 10, 15 years later, the Jim Crow laws kicked in. I was born in 1964. We were still in Jim Crow laws and we still have some of those laws on the books. So the fact is, the systemic racism in America has never gone never. away. Never, never, never never gone away. It's hidden well. And white people are very comfortable. It works for them. I think there's uh, all of my wonderful white friends. They'll say, you know, Tanya, we do feel a little bad. We know the system works for us. And we know you have to work 100 times harder to get what I have
3: or to come near it. People don't want to, they don't, they feel like they've got to give up something. They're going to lose something. They're going to lose their quality of life. They're going to lose their way of living. They're going to lose what they have. Not let's open up so other people can experience and do better and their lifestyles can improve. Uh, Their their, their earning ability can improve. But people are not willing to do that. They feel they're going to lose. I'm going to lose my way of life. That's brilliant. What way of life? What way? What, what, what way of life? Because we can prove that
1: when more people are doing better, it's less strain on the rest of society. So the fact is, we will all do better. It, it, you know, it, it'll, it'll work for everyone. It, it's, always, it, it's always been that way. That's basic science. You, you know what I mean? And so I, I totally agree. People think they're going to lose something. But here's what I think a solution is. Um, and people are going to say, Tanya, that is so extreme, but I think we live in extreme times. As a matter of fact, in the world of business, they call it disruptive. Mm -hmm. And I really believe, and people are going to kick and scream. Um, when you have a contract, this country was, was designed on bylaws that are set up like a contract, right? And in that contract, um, if whatever no longer works, what do you do? You amend the contract. You a change the contact, tra- contract, you adjust, and I believe that it really doesn't start until we get what's on paper and what's been acceptable, these systems to use. Okay, wait a
2: minute, let's, take, let's, let's, let's look at that for a second, what you just okay. said. Our right. Constitution is a contract, okay? The 14th Amendment says, has, has, has talks about your rights as a naturalized citizen. You know, you're a naturalized citizen. Right. You you have a child. That child is a citizen of these United States. Right. Yet, you have a president right. who decided he doesn't agree with that. I just saw that. So he wants to amend it. I saw that. Okay. Freedom of speech for the press. I watched the posts with uh, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks over the weekend. What a great movie I had not seen it in the theaters it was it's Aaron it's on Homebox what a great movie and it was about their their first amendment it really comes down to their first amendment rights to print a story but we not we but the powers that be want to change that you know it's the same thing for the right to carry arms it's it's Think of the times in which that was written, and the context for which, and the
1: and the intent for which it was written. I, I mean, I totally agree. My my stand on it is, it's hard to to convince a society to the the, the leaders. I know this is a far swing, but I'm just saying how deep it goes. It, it's hard for them to convince them to make sure that everybody in America should have clean drinking water. But it's a coincidence <laughs> that only poor communities have poisoned drinking water, which affects everything, their sleep, their ability to learn. And it creates an entire dysfunctional community off of one thing as simple as drinking water. So when we go back and talk about the 14th Amendment and, and, and our Constitution, um, which I happen to think it's a great document. I've read it. I've seen it. But on the flip side, it's still an imperfect document. It was written by imperfect people. And people want to walk around and march around this document and act like it's perfect. It's not. Look where we are. This is completely an embarrassment um, that in 2018, again, that people wake up and there are people that want to hunt you and kill you just because of the complexion, the color of your skin. Um, I believe, I agree with you in in that space. We have this president that now wants to challenge some of the critical areas. But I also have learned from working and living and working in Washington, D.C., that you win on the local level. And you win on the local level because while there are federal laws, the law says whichever law is stronger, federal or local. But when you remove people like the mayor, the governor, those lines, those are the people in charge of education. Those are the people that really protect your your grassroots resources. Right. If you get them, you really have to go from the bottom up to get to the top and knock that out. I I, I mean, that's just really the game plan. But in America, we're not going to solve these race issues until we go back to the paperwork first and change what's on the paperwork. There should be a fair act law that says everyone gets equal education, period. If you're in third grade, you all get the same books, right? You all get the same books. If you live in America, you all get clean drinking water. You all get clean drinking water. If you live in America, uh, why should I be able to buy a boat, a private jet, and it's a 100% write-off, which means if I made $35,000 a year and I'm a school teacher, why can't I write-off my car? Why can't I ride off my car? If I'm, you know, I, it, it, there, there has to be, and then we domino back. Now, people and social behavior, I blame religion. I'm going to tell you the truth. I really believe every time I look at the television, um, I constantly see people. Boy, that's a strong statement I've made. I got to back it. I constantly see people in these faith based organized groups. That's controlling race. And I think about slavery. Who controlled the slave documents? Who said that slaves had to, to be treated nicely or whatever the treatment would be, you needed to be a, a, adopt this religion? Um, I, I, I'm going to say that religion has played a critical role in race in America uh, for many, many years in regards to separating. And if you're not proving that you have a organization that believes in equality, you shouldn't get tax breaks. You shouldn't get tax breaks. Why are you going to tax breaks to a a large uh, place of worship that that. is not supporting equality, which the Bible talks about. All men are created. But how can you you even say
0: that
2: you are of God if you truly believe that a, a, a superior being exists, that you are of God who loves all, who created all in His image? OK, I, I, that's why I think people that How can are, I, you how can you hate, you know, how can you how can you how can you say you love God and who you've never seen, who you've never met, who you only believe is true, it, it, but the person sitting next to you who is of a different color or or genre or or or, you know, sexual preference you hate. You're right, and they're right hey, next hey, to hey, you. I, and you I, see I'm them. with you. I, that's because why I, it's not convenient. It, it's wait, not convenient. Wait. Tony is so. You good know, but what, what is it?
3: But what does it do? That how is, is it hurting. hurting you? This is the how stuff does that it people, hurt you? This is the what stuff I need that to know. People pull out when it's not convenient. When, I, when it's not convenient, that's when that, you know everybody's religious and and, and 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 loving and kind till it's inconvenient for them. Right. If it changes their situation. If right. It changes their life. If 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 the person has to move next door to them, if right. if, if you know, it, it was if, why if they could get a house the same size as my house, but they look right. different than I look. But it's, besides, I'm just going to say this. how does it, it hurt it, you. Yeah, but we can't answer that because everybody's
1: different. But I do know this: when we work in you know in strategy, as you guys know, and we would pitch to these major corporations. We not only knew their research, right, about mainstream America, how to grow their brand, but we, we knew the diverse information. And I don't remember one time out of 20 years of experience with Fortune 500 companies have we showed up and they knew that data. They didn't even know it. You're talking about billion-dollar companies. When we show up and use the same exact research systems they were, And show them that a third of their usage, brand usage of their products was a person of color, that this was a space of opportunity. Make sure you allocate some of your diverse budget to those particular target markets, right? Because this is going to grow the brand and, and they're very brand loyal. There was never one time in 20 years that someone was able to say, a corporation was able to say, we knew those numbers or understood those numbers. And you know why? Even though it made them money. Because when you took that white person and put them from a database, they had no connection or even know how to run those numbers to pull the the the, the diverse community out. And so I know I'm sort of swaying this, but I'm am I'm, tr- I'm trying to sway it to a place where if it's Tony, Tony, as Tony said, it's not convenient. If it's if it's convenient or not for them, that's when it comes to the table of how they're going to react or how they're going to change, mm-hmm. right? Did I swing too far? Are y'all still with me? Well, yeah, yeah, we're listening. Go ahead. And, and so now we think about when money plays the role and, and I mean, it's it's when when money is an issue at the table and is it still convenient and, and how hard we hit the battle in even in that space. Um, listen,
2: I'm willing to do, I'm willing to spearhead a boycott begging black people not to spend. Just for one day, even I don't even care if it's one hour. But we've done it. And show, no, we
1: haven't. We haven't done it effectively. Well, yeah, we haven't done they it didn't effectively. Have, they, didn't have, they didn't have us planning it. If we would well, have well, planned it, know. it would have been done. I'm <laughs> just, I'm just saying. I'm not. That's not an ego run, this but you is, know, I worked on USA for Africa and Hands Across America. We all work with Al Schreiber and and Michelle Leathers and that kind of stuff on, on those. And so I know that space very well. It was why we created this radio show to help create a movement. Um, I mean, we uh, are a multi-billion dollar trillion, race. Trillion, 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 multi-trillion. Trillion. Yeah, the multi-trillion. I think we're somewhere at 1.8 trillion. It's just like just, if, you just poop, people
2: if we disappear, you'd have nothing. But he, have here's,
1: nothing. here's what, my, uh, what th- my thoughts are. When I think about the Latino community, because I don't want to leave them out, because they're a critical part. Um, I think, uh, I and, think I'm Latino. Okay. No, I didn't <laughs> just want to put that. I, w- I want to tell you that <laughs> okay. because I, I, I was yeah. like, okay. she don't have a black booty. And Shut so that up. is not color. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but I grew
1: it. But, but, <laughs> you right. Stop, stop digressing. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. But when I think about the Latino community, when I thought about those children and, and this wall against the border, I'm saying to myself, how do people sleep at night? Oh, how do, you- do people, pummel- if you. Intellectually, how do you sleep at night, knowing, and uh, that 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 children, infants, and little kids are being held in cages? And as Tony said, it only affects people if if it's inconvenient or convenient or whatever the case may be. Where did we get to this space? Uh, yeah, will have
2: a- one of yours get snatched. And right. I see. Yeah. But you, but you know what I What's find is really crazy. Like? It's, it's the same. Right is the
1: same missing. emotion. Okay. So now we, we can talk. We're, how do we solve it? What, I know we started that before. I'm going to circle back to that. Um, I think one. Lobotomies?
2: To, okay. No, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one on a local level, local communities need to demand local change in the paperwork. If it doesn't start, it's a strategy move. If it, Because the excuse always goes to by the fact, by the way. We can't put this person in jail for killing a black person because um, um, this law allows this to see, you know, allows this break in the system. And so, you know what, if that's the case, then let's start at the local level. Demand law change. Don't vote people in. Don't vote people in. Vote their behinds out. You have the power. Hold them accountable. Right. Um, From that point, then you go for the big guns and. I believe that's the only way in the current system that we live in. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not in the spiritual system. We're in this uh, this this mess that we're in. I think that's the only way to get some kind of footing. Um, Sit down and remove people that have had hate crimes in the police force. How often I don't call the police. I'm just telling you. If well, it was. It I was affected to South have, Africa. I'm not, I'm not calling the police. I'm not putting my life on the line. There is no way Latanya Junior believes she's going to be protected if the police show up. And I'm not the only one that feels that. And I don't mind saying it. Now, if you change the story, then I'm going to change my 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 feeling and belief. But until the story change, which shows. We are treated like animals in America by our police force. And I dare you, good police, show your butts up and prove otherwise. We're the good cops. Show up, prove otherwise. But until then, I think you need to change it from the local level. I'll shut up now.
4: You
3: know, our our (laughs) listeners who are not in the U.S. may not understand that we now have people actually calling the police on black people for the most mundane, ridiculous things. Um, somebody Sandy. who thought a soda a soda wasn't paid for at the gas station. Uh, two two women uh, last week were waiting for a tow truck to come mm-hmm. to tow a car. Uh, and they were uh, harassed their building. A little, it, by, right. Building.
2: Right. A little bit by, by a woman. Yeah. One right. of them uh, lived
3: in. Yeah. Right. Harassed and, by except- a woman who lived in a complex. Well, they we got one of those ladies lived in the complex also. But and that's you that's know we're at a place now too where. Where white people feel like they can ask you to prove why you are somewhere being just being with. Oh my anyway, God.
1: Good, white, deal, I'm punch you in good white people, i we are looking for
2: our good your If you say that to me, I can't help
1: it. Uh, don't, don't punch. Listen, we're 30 <laughs> seconds to a break. We're 30 seconds to. When we come back, we must talk about a solution. We It's so emotional for us. I know we sound like we're all over the place, but we're just really coming from an authentic, vulnerable place. And so we're going to really focus on solutions. I've shared mine. Let's start from the local level up. Um, let's, let's gut our police departments. Let's gut our... Um, our local leadership departments and all that kind of stuff. And that's all doable. That's all doable, but we're going to go to a break. I think it says, right T- Tina, okay. 30 yes. seconds. Let me yes. put my glasses on. We're ready
2: to go. Let's we'll take We'll be back. Go. We love you. Okay.
0: This is the voice America influencers channel. Be
4: inspired. and get Amplified.
0: Channel. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
4: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Not Just Talk Radio. Thanks for listening in. And um, as Tina said uh, over the over the break, she said, we're not angry black women. No, this isn't what you call angry black women at all. This is really passion. Um, and I want to say that. Concern. We don't Where think it's funny at from? all.
3: Where does the angry black woman come from?
2: You know, I think it's, 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 (laughs) it's just cultural differences. If if we can just accept our own, one another's cultures and how we interact, everyone, every, it's all different. It doesn't mean that one and, is worse than the other. And you know what? Other.
1: It's actually what America's missing. Because if we really celebrate that difference, my goodness, we are beautiful. You you know, we've all been in that conference room where different cultures and sexual orientations think together. You know, when we've had those pitches, right? Remember when we did the Glasso Welcome or something at Step and Grabbing and Partners and we were brainstorming about HIV or high blood pressure or something? Do you guys remember that? And the, the energy, when you bring in all these different perspectives... It's explosive, and yeah. that's the part that America's missing there's you know that part and there are people waiting people of color, people with different sexual orientations they're waiting to be a part of the center stage. I tell you we would i don't think we'll have an innovation problem when you're in that space of constantly trying to um D- be your best, reach the plateau. you have all of this talent and new ideas and pool of people to sort of refresh um the thinking. And we're missing that in America,
3: don't you? you? Know, I mean the, the truth be told is we need each other, right. and that's oh, the okay. honest to God truth. Mm-hmm. You know uh, m- one of my thoughts about change and what would make things better is more diversity, real mm-hmm. diversity. um you know, because it takes all of us. You know, when 9/11 happened in New York City, that was a day that we all needed each other. Yeah. It sure was. And it, it was it was a day that we all
2: cared about each other, that right. we all respected one another. Yeah. We just all grabbed like each even other. Even the we're cab the, drivers right. were
3: nice. Yeah. You you know, yeah. know 2000 people were lost that day. If you were in Manhattan and you were anywhere near the World Trade Center, and I'm saying within a Probably two mile radius, you could not get home. If you you couldn't get home, right? The, transportation had stopped running. People were literally we the walking, walking over the bridge covered in dust and, and soot, Yeah, yeah. The number of people who were out in the street looking for family members who they knew were up in those towers, holding but people were so kind. weren't they? Kind? Holding copies of of yeah. their loved one handwritten notes, have you seen, have you seen this person, and and to me, I had a personal tragedy that day on 9-11, yeah. and that's when you see what it takes for all of us to survive. I'm sorry, somebody, what, what, ha- what happened on that day, may I ask? Uh, I, I was here watching television, and my parents live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I call them, which I call them pretty much every day. I called him, and my father answered the phone that day. And my father was weeping. Oh, my. Before he could say anything, I said something first, which is, Dad, do you guys have on the TV, can you see what's going on in New York? A plane just crashed into the World Trade Center. My father starts crying. And he says to me, your mother is in the hospital. She is in intensive care. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. Wow.
3: And so that was... My, I'm watching what's happening in New York. Now I have to try to get to my mother in Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
0: Right.
3: You couldn't get to my mother, the airport's closed, right? Everything oh. closed down, yeah. and so we're stuck in New York. We can meet my sister and I cannot get to Florida. And in fact, I ended up taking someone into my home, a, an acquaintance of mine. I had met this guy in New Orleans at the New Orleans Jazz Festival, I didn't know him well. I met him, we hung out for four days with a group of people at the jazz festival. We had exchanged numbers at that time. I got a call from him. He was in New York and had nowhere to go. He was running out of money because he ended up in a hotel. But if you weren't prepared to be in a hotel, because now everything is shut down. He can't get home. You, you You couldn't get anywhere. He was like, I don't have anywhere to go. I was like, come to my house. He was able to get to my house and he stayed here while all was going on in not on on 9-11 that that week and a a time came when we got a call that my mother was going downhill and I said to my sister who came here from her job to say I just got a call things are not looking good and I said to her get my keys we're getting in the car and we're driving to Florida she was like we don't have anything packed we don't We don't need anything. I left a stranger in my house.
1: That's amazing. And
3: and got on the road and started driving to Florida to try to get to my mother. That is amazing. You know, but God bless her. My mother lived for 20 days after that. And that was it. And so, when people are going through tragedy, we need each other. We need each other. And when I say diversity, when you go to your job and the person next to you is Mexican... In the the next cubicle. And and the other person is Indian. You guys are a family when something happens. Absolutely. You know, we're going to have to save each other. God forbid something happened at your job and somebody walked in there with a gun. Right. What are you going to do? Right. Who's going to say, you know, but I have learned also, too. Here's a lesson, everybody. The person in this world that you think you need the less is going to be the person that saves your life one day
2: because the man who went into the synagogue in Pittsburgh and killed all those incredible wonderful innocent people. jewish people his life was saved by jewish doctors
1: in mm. that hospital right
2: that day the same day on that on that
1: same day i am um, i i just know for sure that the framework and the system that exists does not work and cannot work. And our goal is to continue the conversation, but I think we should, ladies, step away and really think about a movement that not just talk radio can create. And we do events around the country and really demonstrate how this has to happen because we can pull this off. There's no doubt in my mind. When you experience what we've had to experience, and you know, we're at that age where we understand the perspective of the millennials and we also understand the perspective of um of the baby boomers. We're at that that age, but with our skill set, we really can put our heads together and start a movement from a grassroots level up and And help local communities with frameworks with our reach. You know, we know people. We know people. The three of us, six degrees of separation, we're pretty darn powerful. But I think even important that we're human, that we get it, right? Treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, Yeah. And we should celebrate those good cops and celebrate those good white folks and celebrate good people because we're being outnumbered by the bad ones.
2: And 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 I think that's the key. It's not even it's take color out of it. Take color out of it. Celebrate goodness. Goodness. Just what's right. You know the
1: difference between right and wrong. You know if it's when it's negative, it's wrong. Right. You know, I mean, mean, it's when I read Facebook posts, I never respond when people see some someone, I know there was an African American young lady that has problems and she was on Dr. Feel and, and she um, saw that. Yeah. And I heard comments calling her buffoonery and stupid. And I thought, how horrible. It doesn't work when you use negative conversation. Exactly. To try. To it purpose. never works. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't work. And so, I, you know, you got to find something good in, in, in everyone. At the same token, you have to tackle the areas that are challenged. Um, I'm going to challenge Americans to be nicer. Um, and, and ladies, the three of us, let's say by November 15th, We're going to come up with a national events program and come up with something that we can put our hearts and and mind behind and get out there and see if we can create a movement and bring people together on it. How about that? I think we could do it. I, I don't even think. I know for sure. Because I know I can write it. I can write strategy for that in my sleep. Well, we are uh, strategies. Wait, wait. We need a little bit more time. Maybe you should say November 30th. November 30th? <laughs> November 30th. Now, <laughs> that's 30 more days of coffee. You
3: we already got something due on the 15th but of November.
1: We're about, we're about two minutes out from the show closing. We want to say um, this can be cured. It can't be, I don't think anything can be totally fixed because we live in an imperfect world. But it is ridiculous that we live in a time um, like we are or that we live in. And so uh, let's try to make a point to to speak to someone we normally don't speak to, to give people eye contact we normally don't to ask people how they're doing on a daily basis and it's okay. I've done it. I've walked up to people. They've looked at me. And before I walk away, I tell them, I love you. I don't know you, but I love you. And I wish you a wonderful day. And I want to tell Tina and Tony that I love you very much. And I wish you guys uh, a a wonderful day and week, just as I do my listeners at the end of every show. And that's some of that's the small things that make a big difference.
3: Yeah. Yeah, And do it when it's not convenient. How about that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's not convenient to do it. And well, I just, got, I Tina, just, don't slap
2: I just, nobody in the face. And for us. Ditto on that. No, I have more <laughs> self-control than that. But it's, it's, it's in your head and you, I want it out of my head. I hate having that in my head. Um, but I'd like to just give, send out peace, shalom, to our Jewish brothers and sisters um, across the world and just specifically in Pittsburgh. Okay. And to those who and those found families. fear, and those bombs that were and all over the place, don't let fear overtake you. And to okay. the families of those who were executed, literally okay. in Kentucky, you know, many blessings to you. And
1: yeah, let's 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 do better, folks. Let's do better. Okay. And if nobody told you they love you today, we do it.
3: Not just talk radio. Thank you, ladies. Love you. Love you too, time. Love you,
0: and Tina. <laughs> Bye. Have a great Bye. week. you for tuning in to not just talk radio you'll want to check out the next edition of the show next wednesday at 8 a.m pacific time that's 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america influencers channel